0: Hi, my name is Joe Johnson. Um, I'm here at NWCZ Radio. Um, Glad to be here and talk about Knickknack Records and some of the bands that we are working with
1: from the Northwest. Hi, this is Tim Hall, and we're listening to NWCZ Radio.
2: Coming to you from the man cave, deep in the heart of the Pacific Northwest, you have entered the Northwest Convergence Zone.
3: Alright everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. A little bit of reggae to open the show. You know, it's been yeah. gloomy. What's the name of the band? Gray. Um it's a good question. Wonder what's the name of the band? Kurt Dirk Lind. Kirk yeah, Lind. Dirk Lind. Uh, Northwest artist. God
2: loves some reggae, man. Yeah. puts you in
3: a good mood. He's from Spokane, believe it or not. Come mm. right
4: on. Um, the burgeoning uh, Spokane reggae scene.
3: <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> 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 uh, no, I just thought, you know, it's been gloomy and gray, and, you know, there's a lot of uh, everybody's busy with the Give holiday Give the illusion
2: stuff. of sunshine yeah. and happiness. Yes.
3: Everybody perk up. Come on. It's Northwest Convergence Zone. I'm Big D. This is Voxy. This is the Gimmer And Wonder Boy. That's it. That's it. Double D is down Dreamline with the sickness, strip down. and uh, hope he feels better and comes back soon. Squeeze and uh, Pants are working on that uh, cri- big Christmas tree production down at Life Center. The singing Christmas tree is that what? Uh, yeah, the singing maybe Christmas, whatever. Something
2: Why aren't like we at that covering it live? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Budget, right?
3: <laughs> exactly, <laughs> because it's
4: it's it's a uh, no host bar. Uh, so we're not. Oh, there's no liquor. It.
2: Yeah,
3: we're not privy to that. So
2: forget that. Uh,
3: we'd have to get loaded in the parking lot. Well, life, <laughs> <create one. laughs> life Christian wouldn't be the first time crashing <laughs> into the tree. We'd knock it down. It'd be. Not. It wouldn't be pretty, but uh, so. But it'd hey, be fun. Yeah. What'd you guys do this week? I had a I had a fantastic fun week. I'll tell you in about a second. Gamer, I know you guys played what on Friday night?
4: Jazz Bones Friday night. Yeah.
3: And with who? With
4: the Gavin. Gavin.
3: Yeah, Gavin, Gavin Gus. Guss.
4: How was that? It was great. We had a really good time. And uh, How can
2: that odd be great? Jazz bones, Gavin Gus, but Big Will show. Is,
3: was it the early show? You know, like it was
4: the eight o'clock show. Eight yeah. to
3: yeah. we out by ten. No, we, we stretched yeah. it. Ten thirty. Yeah. There you go.
2: But you know, I I have found that those early shows sometimes just really have a better crowd. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, cause if you go As go opposed to the crowd that comes in afterwards. If you go on at 10, well, and not just, I'm, I'm not specifically for Jazz Bones, but you go on 10 or 11 o'clock at night, people even on a weekend, tired, it's gone. like, yeah. So those seven to 10 shows I found are nice. Like, Did I'm, you guys
3: have a good crowd? Gamer? After parties. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. People, you know,
4: they had all kinds of things to do Friday nights. So. There was
3: lots going on on Friday night. And it was
4: cold and people just want to stay home and. You know, make Jiffy Pop and watch movies. Cuddle you know, up. Snug a bit. Yes. Snugga, snugga,
3: snugga, snugga.
2: You
4: know, you know, get the lights on the tree. Break out the uh, the double-barreled, you know, slank it.
3: You know. <laughs> slank it? Snuggy. Oh, uh, is that what that is? <laughs> 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 that was a new one on me, Vox. What you got going? What, what I you were in, involved in the arts this weekend?
2: I was I not was, I was. not
3: music wise either. No,
2: no. Um, there was a art show, the Cash Flow Art Show, going on this weekend at the Mad Hat Tea Company downtown, which is basically they invite local artists to make gifts or services that they can offer for less than twenty five dollars to nice. go local and shop for the holidays, which and, everybody uh,
3: should do. And I was I, w- local.
2: I was invited to be a part of that. Just. A few weeks ago, and was racking my brain of something to do. Made mm-hmm. a bunch of handmade Christmas ornaments, and yes. I did. It was really awesome. I did, well, you do great work. I did really well. I freaking made some money at art today, this week.
3: And today you were you were rushing into the show because you were off doing. What? I had
2: I had tarot readings to do today, and yes. we're gonna have
3: some of that on the show later on. Get camera's nervous. Like oh my god, Christmas time! We're gonna break out the tarot cards. Yeah. <laughs> you will be getting coal for the, your the, present. The Chris Kringle of Swords doesn't look good. <laughs> uh, uh, I, on the other hand, you know I I love the Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. I've got a poster right over there. That's it's automatic. just fun to say. Yeah, they're Big great. Big bad. I've been seeing Voodoo those guys daddy. since back in the day when they first started. And uh, Papa, Papa. Uh. They were at the at Bremerton at the the famous Admiral Theater. It's the first time I'd been in there. It's a pretty cool theater. Although I will have to say the mural around the have you guys any of you guys been in it? The Admiral Theater. No. Mm-mm. So it's this old school theater, kind of like um, I curtains don't know, like the curtains and stuff. Yep, yeah, yeah. It's got Sweet. a big you know big stage and it's got a balcony and everything. But the on the lower level on the walls the mural is you're like supposedly underwater. So there's like you know octopus and eels and fish and stuff you know painted on the walls and then above you're in the sky and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of uh uh, birds flying by seagulls and that made me nervous for some reason, I'm sitting right <laughs> under this flock of them, and I'm like, "How the real?" The paintings are is going to that? drip. Yeah, I was, you know, I was a couple cocktails in, so
2: cocktails octopus. octopus That's like eight birth. puss I'm and telling, cocktails. We've got great words. I got
3: things on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great show. No
2: comment from Gimmer. A, <laughs> I don't even know
3: what to say. <laughs> we had a really good time. Took the wife, and uh, they rocked the music, uh, Christmas music, along with some of their hits, and sweet. I think they played for, like, it was just them, two and a half hours, and uh, took a little break, and uh, we, we had a really good time. So, and Bremerton, you know, I was really worried about the traffic and stuff over there, the bridge and everything, smooth sailing, baby, so it was a perfect night. And then that was it, man. I, I had plans uh, this weekend to go out to several different shows, but... Daughter came in. Sometimes life happens. Yeah, daughter came in from college. She's done for you know the Christmas uh, break and got to do the family thing. So yeah. we went and saw Arthur Christmas, which I highly recommend.
2: <laughs> the two
3: for two on my last two movies, man. The I animated saw, Arthur. Yep. Oh, cool. I saw Hugo, which was a great movie, and Arthur Christmas and Arthur Christmas. I'm telling you, <laughs> go see it.
2: Yeah. Hey, I got a ten-year-old. I've seen the Incredibles, the Arthur. Thing, well, it was you know, it
3: was me. It was my wife, and then my twenty-one-year-old daughter, and we all loved it. That's it was, awesome. Yeah, we had a blast, and Arthur and Christmas. I was surprised. I thought the theater be filled with little kids, but no, it was it was a very cool movie. Right three, on. go to the three D
2: things. So. You know, I don't have TV. What's Hugo?
3: hugo is a movie about uh it's martin Martin scorsese's it's almost like a foreign film but it's about this kid who and it's real complicated but anyway he ends up uh discovering this uh long lost filmmaker and a guy who was around in the beginning of filmmaking who people assumed were dead thought he was gone all of his work had been supposedly destroyed and um, there was a historian that was looking for this guy And this little kid helps him find him and they uncover all of his films and they show you how the, the history of movie making and filming started at the same time you're watching in 3d glasses and they're doing all this magic for you on the screen while they're talking about the early days of filming and how they did their magic back then. It was go through
2: the silent film phase too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right on.
3: It was very, very cool. So Hmm. I highly recommend that. And I highly recommend this next cat. We're always happy to have Tim Hall come in and chat with us, talk about some blues, baby. You know, it's that time of year where you get the blues, Mm. but you don't have to have the blues. That's right. Put this record on.
2: Somebody else has it for
3: you. Get some blues going. And he's got a brand new CD out he's been working on. He brought some brand new tracks in for us. So sit back, everybody. You're going to get hit between the head with some serious blues right here. This is Tacoma's own Tim Hall.
5: My suitcase to the porter. I'm heading on down the line I can hear the conductor calling I believe I'll be just fine I can take it all in stride Or I can leave it all alone But the way I'm going to shake it on my own These tracks might lead to nowhere Or they might just take me home But I can't help but wonder when our father's gonna call when we pull into the station, you know I'll be standing tall.
3: All right, man, when you're talking the blues, especially in the Puget Sound region, we are rich with talent. There's no doubt about it. One of the names that sticks out always when you mention the blues scene, the blues people that are involved in it, is the man, Tim Hall. And what you heard right there is Evening Train, and he is uh, working on a brand-new CD. And uh, he's got some great things coming up over the holidays, so we thought we would bring him in and talk to him once again. Tim, welcome to the program. Good to be here. It's good to have you in, Gimmer. This is your man, right? Yeah, it's my buddy right here. This is your buddy. You uh, <laughs> a lot of stuff. Uh, I think a lot of your musical aspirations and career kind of started yep. uh, by your uh, doing blues jams with Tim Hall. Had a lot of today. my
4: teeth with Tim up there. Getting ornery with me?
3: (laughs) Wait, slow down, speed up. What the hell are you doing back there? (laughs) I don't see Tim doing that. He seems like such a nice cat.
4: Oh no, he does it. He does it so you know subtly that it's actually more scary. Right? You know. I remember one time uh, we. Do you know who I played with, son? Yeah, we were playing one time, and I forget I screwed something up. I was going off. No. Like I was, you know, being an idiot up there, and he said something later on, and I came back the next week, and he's like, "Hey." That tells me something, you know. I got a res- lot of respect for you showing back up the next week. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that, Tim? No, not really.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. a big deal in Gamers life. Tim's it like, that nah, it happens every
4: week. It was one Whatever. of those moments.
3: So, Tim, you got this new CD you're working on. It's uh, uh, it's uh, it, it just has a working title. I mean, there's no title for it, correct? Not yet.
1: No, we're just finishing mastering and everything, but we've got... Got it mixed and normalized, but we're not quite done. So,
3: Who's playing the harmonica on that?
1: That's uh, Jeff Mason.
3: Very nice stuff. Yeah, and the name of that is Evening Train. Um, how many tracks are going to be on this? Fifteen. Fifteen tracks, man. It's a big boy. That's awesome. Uh, let me tell just some things that are coming up for Tim, because I think these are very, very cool. First of all, every Sunday night, pretty much, I think. Isn't it every Sunday yep. night? You're at Dawson's right here at 56 in South Tacoma Way, and that is Tim Hall. 8 Jen. o'clock, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. So you can go down there and listen for a while and then catch us. Uh, 9 to 11. <laughs> right. Run home, get Run on the home, internet. Run home, and then go back. <laughs> or just catch us on podcast. We don't mind if you're hanging out with Tim. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on Thursdays, he's at O'Callahan's, which is at Key Center, which is out on the peninsula. Not downtown, not the Key no. downtown. Uh, don't, exactly. don't go down there. That would be a huge jam. It's knocking on doors. This is where the Tim <laughs> Hall jam right, is. Yeah, it's, it's a side room somewhere here. Um, and this, I think, is very, very cool. December 23rd, the 24th and the 25th at Dawson's you have a uh, you get out and you play for those who are um, well after you've had your party at home you've had enough of the relatives. Or if you got nobody at home, exactly, you're feeling, nobody, feeling a little bit of the the holiday blues, yep. and you need something to do, you come down to uh, Dawson's fifty six in South Tacoma Way and hang out with your old buddy Tim and uh, just have a good time. Tell us about that. Tell us about those three nights. Uh, that that is a very cool concept because it's a very happy time of year for a lot of people where they have lots going on. But there's a there's a whole other segment of folks who um, find themselves either alone or, you know, shut out from family gatherings or whatever. Yeah, eating pork
4: and beans at <laughs> home all
3: alone. 86 from their family. Exactly, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, you know, it's just a good time of the year because a lot of people's family live out here that maybe their family is out of town or wherever. So, you know, for me, it's just great to, my family's here local. So we do everything earlier in the day and then go out at night. And a lot of our friends come out and party after they get done with their family get together and, a lot of people that don't have any place to go come out, and it really makes a lot of fun, and everybody's in good spirits. so oh, I yeah. wish we could have that spirit all year round.
4: Yeah, I agree, I agree. did uh, Elvis sing a song about that? If every day could be like Christmas?
3: <laughs> Which every day was Christmas. Yes.
4: <laughs> I had it on my heart earlier. Around, now, so.
3: Tim, you've been around the scene for a long time, brother, and I know you've seen lots of, uh, you know, Movements come and go, especially here in the Tacoma scene. Uh, bands come and go. Great players come and go. Uh, but a lot of things have remained the same. We always ask people about, you know, the differences and what, what they notice the difference. I'd like to ask you, what what are some of the people that are still around that you really admire that uh, have helped solidify blue scene or the rock scene or whatever here especially in the south sound that you notice when you're playing you say oh hey they're still playing that's some great stuff
1: oh yeah there's quite a few of them joe blennis comes to mind with uh, the band big nasty jerry miller and uh, rod cook uh, there's uh, dozens of guitar players that are all kinds of musicians that have been in the Puget Sound area for years that are still playing at a real high level, in fact, better now than they were when they were younger. So, yeah, just coming to mind, I would say Joe Blinnis and Jerry Miller, Rod Cook, Mark Riley, a couple of those guys, you know. But there's a lot of young up-and-comers, too, that are, you know, phenomenal players. So,
3: How, is, how would you describe the blues scene? Um, I mean, let, let's localize it. Because we're South Sound, uh, that's where we live. We're proud of the Tacoma area and Olympia and so forth down here. We don't get a lot of spotlight uh, when it comes to Seattle media and stuff. We hear a lot about those, you know, what's going on up there. What's going on with the blues down here? Is it, a, is it still thriving? Is it still moving forward? Um, you know, what, what's, your, what's your state of the blues union here as we're closing out this year?
1: Well, we have the South Sound Blues Society, which is kind of nice down here in our area now instead of just the Washington Blues Society in Seattle. But as far as... Uh,
3: is that a local chapter or is that a completely separate thing?
1: Completely separate.
3: Very nice. All right.
1: So they have their own deal. And, uh, you know, uh, times are tough, I think, for all bands out there right now in the economy and the way it is. And, and uh, I saw a list last year that this guy posted on on email on my my email and there was like 150 bands that didn't play new year's eve last year wow and i knew probably 75 of them so i mean we're lucky we we play 200 dates a year mm-hmm. but a lot of our friends and colleagues aren't playing nearly that much and and the blue scene is suffering just like any the live music scene is well the economy is so bad that people i don't think can get out and support it the way they used to and and uh like we talked about earlier uh, before the show started here I'm really into the bands that are playing their own material. I'm really burnt out on cover bands. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that is, is you know, it's kind of taking the art out of the music here locally, so that's kind of ruined a lot of things, you know, playing classic rock and all that stuff, and in my, you know, as far as taking the art out of the music. But uh, as far as the total music scene, it's surviving, but, you know, there's there's still blues clubs in town and stuff, but it's not like it was, you know, 10 years ago or... So, we're just lucky enough we can hang on, and still work, and yeah. put every little honky tonk down the road and roadhouse there is. Yeah,
4: you know, <laughs> I check out you know your your posts and where you are going to be playing, and you know, every once in a while you'll you'll throw some some club up there, and
3: I'll go what, where, who, <laughs> what town, you know, and out yeah, in we Millonor. like to nowhere Yeah, man, yeah. We well, travel. like uh, uh, New Year's Eve, they're playing uh, Tim Hall band playing a free show in Lakewood at the Lakes Moose Hall. Nice.
1: Yeah, there's going to be two or three bands, no cover. It's a potluck, and which is kind of cool. And uh, you know, last you know, nowadays people are are tied with cash, so you know, it's a huge haul, and uh, we're just going to have a lot of fun, and they're going to turn it over to us.
3: Well, I think it's a testimony to your playing and. Uh and the fact that you're uh, very skilled at what you do, that not only are you playing that many dates while a lot of bands are, you know, kind of uh, sitting on the sideline at the moment, but the fact that you're also putting out a 15-track brand new CD. Let's go into another song of this off of this uh, upcoming CD. This is titled Lorraine. We're talking with Tim Hall.
5: Alone, it's insane to be out there on your own. The colonel's downstairs in bananas and cream. She's putting on her makeup so she can make the scene. She's getting out tonight to find the magic in the air. She hears a blues a callin', she knows it she'll be there. Lorraine. Don't you live your life alone It's insane To be out there on your own She's feeling melancholy She's feeling kinda sad She thinks of starting over And all the things she had She's working in the morning Working late at night Can never find that someone That makes her life seem right Lorraine don't you live your life alone it's insane to be out there on your own she's waiting for the day for her prince to come along she keeps her life so busy you know her heart is strong lorraine don't you live your life alone
3: There you go. That's Lorraine by Tim Hall. Did you just cut me out? <laughs> Wonderboy? Boy he didn't want, he, he didn't want to me it. to announce it. That's <laughs> off the upcoming album by Tim Hall, which uh, currently doesn't have a title. But uh, when it does, we'll let you know. We'll let you also know, you know where to pick it up and, and where you can download it and all that stuff. Hey, Tim, you know, uh, I'm a big blues fan. I used to have a blues radio program. And I know <clears throat> there are those who like the blues and then there are those who love blues the blues you know those who have been bitten by the blues and i'm one of those guys and so i want to ask you um about the tone your tone what equipment you're using uh i know to most blues players especially guitar players they're really there's like this never-ending search for you know the tone and uh the the feeling in which you're trying to express what's that like for you what are you what what equipment are you using and and what are the what are some of the tricks and the techniques that you uh that you're laying out to, to to find that 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 certain, you know, groove that you're looking for.
1: Well, tube amps, for sure, for a blues guy. Most all of us like tube amps and I'm a partial defender, music man, that kind of stuff, you know, even though Marshall's great and Mesa Boogie and all that, but most blues guys use stomp boxes. They don't use processors. You know, they'll use like T S nines or overdrives, not distortion units and and a good tube amp, you know. And that's basically it. Uh, a nice guitar, and Gibson or Fender or, or whatever. But uh, a lot of it's a touch too.
3: It is the touch, and I was gonna, <clears throat> I was gonna bring that up because uh, listening to your stuff, this new uh, your new tunes and uh, some of the other tunes that you've brought into us, and things I've heard and the times I've seen you. Um, one thing I noticed that uh, blues players. Uh, not some I won't say a lot of them but some of them do they have a tendency to try to uh, either say too much or get really caught up in in you know playing a lot of the lead seems like you're very choosy um, about um you know where you're gonna put put your your lick in um you know it's a uh it's a it's, it seems like it's it's very it's measured in the in the way that you know you're not trying to to overkill people with, you know, like this, you know, there are those guys, you know, those guys I'm talking about where they just go off and going for the gold. And medal. After a while, Every you're like, that's really medal. impressive, but it just wears you out. I really like the, I really <laughs> enjoy, you know, guys that just, you know, they're just damn good and they could do that yeah. because when they find, when they let loose, they, you know, it's there. But in the meantime, they just give you a little tastes here and there. How, how do you how do you approach your guitar solos in your song?
5: Well,
1: you know, you don't try to unload all your ammo at once. <laughs> That's the big deal with that. You know, I had a teacher that I took lessons from. That he didn't play guitar, but he was a sax player and keyboard player, and taught me composition and and how to read and stuff like that. And and you know, he you played the song. You know, I mean. Sure, if you go up there and play as fast as you can, and you know, play behind your back and play with your teeth, and pe- people are going to go crazy or whatever. But it's, you know, it all comes back to playing to the song, you know, leaving some space in there, less is more. You know, I who mean, are, when-
3: who are some of the who are some of the cats that you admire? That uh, um, you know, the you know, the big blues players um, that that you. Uh, I won't say you try to copy or whatever, but the guys that mean something to you, you listen to them, you go, yeah, that, that cat's got it down. He understands.
1: Well, B.B. King, you know, I mean, there's a prime example of not playing too much. You know, Stevie Ray, too. He, he didn't play fast all the time. I mean, he can he used a lot of sustain and stuff. Uh, Clapton. I mean, the list goes on and on. You know, I mean, it, uh, Freddie King. That's what I was just going to say. Albert King. Of King yeah. uh,
4: Anybody that ends with King, and if they have a guitar.
3: <laughs> we three Kings.
1: But yeah, yeah, those are prime examples. But I mean, you know, there's a time to play fast, and, and there's a time not to. And and the like Clapton used to say in Cream, he played every lick he knew in the first 11 minutes. And then the rest of it was repetition. Yeah. You know, And, and that's why he kind of got out of that deal, because... Uh, even though I like him in that that format. Even when they had the Cream reunion, I thought that was awesome, and I thought he plays... I like him in a trio situation where he doesn't have... I like him with a big band, too, but, uh, you know, you have to spread it out. Mm -hmm. You know, don't don't unload all the ammo in one shot, you know? I mean, it's like making love,
3: you know? (laughs) Exactly. Take take it slow and easy. (laughs) Hold that ammo in. All right. This, uh, every Sunday night, you can see the Tim Hall Jam at Dawson's, and that is uh, in Tacoma here, 56th and South Tacoma Way. Thursdays, he's at O'Callahan's at the uh, out on the peninsula at Key Center. He has a very cool event going on the 23rd, 24th, and the 25th in the evenings at Dawson's. Uh, come on down when you're, uh, you know, when after. It, you're bored you're lonely whatever you know you've been kicked out of the house whatever's going down uh that night is for you and then on new year's eve he or new yeah new year's eve he's at lakewood it's a free show at the lakes moose hall yes um brand new cd coming out we're going to go into another track right now this is titled lay your weapons down
5: There's a feeling in the air Ain't no use in running Your hatred's gonna turn you around
3: Tim Hall, right there. Lay your weapons down. That's badass. That's
4: a heavy song. I that love
3: it. That is some amazing. Hey, Tim, as you, uh, this is the first time we're listening to this, so it's, it's blowing us away. But as you sit there and listen to, uh, you know, I don't know how many times you've heard this because recording it, you know practicing it not what, what what's going through your mind as you're listening to to these these tracks that this is off the upcoming album it has yet to be named and uh we're these are exclusive tracks to you know Northwest Convergence on NWCZ radio what goes through your mind as you're listening to this
1: well i mixed it and produced it so i'm a nitpicker so you know <laughs> that, there's always stuff you're going you know critique that you know Plus, I've, I've been listening to it a lot, so I'm kind of burnt out on it. But
3: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You're sick of it after working on it for
2: so
4: long.
3: I mean, I'm proud of it, but I'm burnt out on it. You should be proud of it, brother. Ready for the next
1: album. Start working
3: on the next very, album. Very, very, very cool stuff. We're looking forward to the release of the CD. Let us know when it comes out. We will let the people know where they can pick it up. Um, you know, the name of the CD. It's got 15 tracks. You know how much you're going to charge or any any of the stats on uh, this? I yet? don't
1: know. it will try to make it as... Reasonable as we can, as yeah,
3: as economy friendly as possible. That's right. dawson Sunday night, Tim Hall jam Thursdays. O'Callahan's out on the peninsula at Key Center, twenty-four, twenty-third, twenty-fourth, and twenty-fifth in the evenings. Tim Hall band at Dawson's, and then New Year's Eve Lakewood. And free. also,
1: can I mention our Christmas party next? Uh, yeah, a week yeah. from
3: tonight, the eighteenth in Dawson's. I'll They're, be there. Oh, I'm going to be there.
1: Blues Oasis opens the show, and it's going to be a all Star jamming crew with LJ over there. I call him LJ. That's that's <laughs> as far as that would be concerned. the Gimmer. Yeah,
4: <laughs> I was the Gimmer in junior high, and then that went away. <clears and throat> went and away. Then came then back. I was LJ with with Tim over You've
3: there. You've
2: graduated to All Star status
3: apparently wow Wow. (laughs) didn't know we were in such company (laughs) 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 hey Tim always good catching up with you thanks for bringing these in and sharing them with us best of luck uh it sounds like you're you know heading out of this new year with just an absolute bang with all these shows and we're looking forward to all the great things you got coming up in uh 2012
1: well thank you Daryl thank you for having me
3: you bet Tim Hall that's your man Gimmer yeah buddy pal yeah I like he dude he rips he you really, know. you know, Does I wasn't
1: I just reek
2: cool. Oh, even just like, just sitting Mr. there like
3: Mr. Cool. If I could only yeah. be that cool or half that cool, yeah, no. I'd feel good about myself.
2: We're cool enough to be in the same <laughs> studio with barely.
3: Though, so barely, <laughs> barely that cool. Just barely walks in, looks around goes, yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's always good to catch up with Tim. I'm looking forward to his uh, CD actually dropping. Yeah, man. And uh, those are some great tracks. It's funny. You know, that last song you played, uh, off the air i told him yeah uh i was afraid to say it on the air because he intimidates me but <laughs> that did remind me of the pusher by right. Stephen wolf and that he was like yeah that's what i was aiming for inspired so by I, yeah. I felt good about that all right everybody you know that we like to uh, hip you to all things that we consider cool especially here in the south sound and there is a great website going on that uh nick dot and we have the head honcho, the big man, Joe Johnson in here from Knickknack Records. Huge supporters of local music. They, uh, they're also a label, and they have a lot of local bands on it. And he's going to tell us about that. One of them is going to be in here shortly, the Foghorns. We're going to talk to them in a little bit. Here's some stuff from those guys. They're blowing up. They were just in the stra- – uh, the Weekly Volcano did an article about them. <laughs> There's a uh, lot of attention going – towards them and we're, we're happy to uh, be part of that but right now it's about Joe Johnson and Knack Records. Joe welcome to the program. Thank you very much glad to be here. Good to have you and hey I was telling you you know if I have my credit card out and I'm looking at knickknackrecords.com I'm in huge trouble because there's so much cool stuff on here. Uh, <laughs> independent music, vinyl, used vinyl, um, stuff from uh, you know the, the Clash I mean you name it every there's all everybody that's cool is on this site. Tell us a little bit about the, just let's talk about the website first of all, knickknackrecords.com. Your thoughts behind it, uh, what's available there, and and how it's going for you guys.
0: Uh, It's going really well. Um, The original concept for it was to um, promote some of the bands that I'm friends with, and give it more of a record store feel. Um, You know, there's so many record stores that are closing these days, and so we're just trying to bring that feeling online by offering music that, you know, I've loved to shop for in the record bins over the years. Uh, We offer ticket sales, t-shirts, all the things that you would typically go into a record store for um, and just have migrated that online uh, since it's so tough to stay in business these days Yeah man they the sell brick music and mortar.
3: music downloads, CDs, vinyl, posters and art, apparel, so hats and shirts for those of you who is are, that what apparel Don't is, is? Sure what that apparel. <laughs> Yeah, concert and event tickets and stuff. I mean, this is this is like the greatest independent record store online and it's uh-huh. local. It's Right out of Seattle. Indeed, yep. How, how big is the warehouse? How, what's, <laughs> is that, your, is that uh, your bedroom? Is the, that your basement? Exactly. Right now it's the second bedroom in <laughs> All my of house. The above. And, <laughs> <laughs> it's floor-to-ceiling, vinyl CDs, T-shirts,
0: er, pick, shipping supplies, everything I can fit Gotta in Got to be in the coolest <laughs> house on the block <laughs>
3: yeah. right there, you know. Uh, so what was uh, yeah, you're right about a lot of the independent, you know, and even the major chains going down. I mean, yeah. we've really
0: struggling the last. Few lost years. a
3: lot, a lot of great stores that we used to go peruse in and hang out in, yeah. and you know, at the end of the day, you, peaches, <sighs> tower, <laughs> uh, easy streets left. You know, but I don't know how much longer they're gonna hang on. I mean, you know, and even here in the South Sound, we used to have some, you know, really cool CDs. So we have a few left. But just a few, not many.
2: So, do, do you think it's a a lazy thing? People just don't want to get out and go when they can just be online and well. Let's talk to Joe. Makes, let's ask yeah. Joe
3: about that because I, in this digital age, you know, uh, guys, people, kids like Wonder Boys age and below, um, they're talking about how CDs won't even exist in two years because everything's digital download. And um, we heard the same thing about vinyl, but yet vinyl kind of has had a resurgence here lately. What What are your thoughts on? Um, people in general, what what their patterns are as far as the music. Is it all going digital, or do you think people are still – like me, geeks, and they want the album cover. They want to read the liner notes. I, I like the entire package, but I think I'm a dinosaur. But
2: that can be digital too now. You think? Yeah, but like, it you sucks. You get the whole. You can get the art and everything. Yeah, digital, but it blows,
3: man. It's, it's not, not the same. as, as hanging on to it. I agree. It. Yeah, babe. I do
0: think vinyl. It's it's making a huge resurgence. Um, in the first half of 2011, there was uh 41 growth in the vinyl uh segment of the business, whereas downloads were flat and CDs are tanking. So the majors have all been talking about dropping the CD as a format in 2012. And they're gearing up to do vinyl.
3: Wow. So. Oh, so the, so the vinyl will, con- will sort of, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it it's is. either yeah. vinyl
0: or a download.
3: Because I remember, I, I specifically remember, uh, let's just take Peaches. When Peaches was all vinyl and then there was a little section in the back that were cassettes. Then pretty soon it switched. It was all cassettes, a right. little bit of vinyl. Then vinyl went completely away, yep. and then the cassettes moved back there, and all the CDs moved in, and everyone's like, "This is it." CDs it, are the. It's are a great
0: way. Vinyl is a great way to get people engaged with the music again. though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people are really getting into the art of the packaging. Yeah, um, that's so, what I love. And you yeah. got to put the needle on the record. Uh-huh, right? You know, uh-huh. this is
4: this. It's like it's you know it's a partnership. Yeah. I'm gonna put this needle on you. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna scratch you. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I want to skip to song three, so I'm going to have to really eyeball this. Yeah, you've got to be
0: different. a lot more oh, yeah. engaged as it's a interactive, listener. And because you can't just it's like you operation. Know, let it run in the background. You've got to be there to listen and to the record and be engaged with it. And let's not forget
2: the difference in sound so. quality either. Oh no, That, that no, vinyl sound just that no just different. can't be duplicated.
3: Nope. Yeah. No, I've tried. (laughs) I used to hook my, you know, put my cassette player up next to the, you know, the speakers of Of the vinyl, vinyl, and it just never, ever translated. No matter how BASF number I got, it was never the same, never the same. Now, you guys also are uh, a record label. You guys are supporting local artists. Tell us who's on your label and and how you branched out into that segment of it.
0: Well, the first uh, band that we've put a record out for is the Falkhorns. and uh, we just kind of, that was get, dipping our toe in the water, you know, seeing how it works. I, I've worked for a couple other labels around town for a few years, and figuring out, you know, what is it that you do as a label?
3: Who did you work for?
0: Uh, Sarathon Records, and they work for Banter Records, nice. which is actually down out of San Diego. Mm-hmm. But... Um, uh, as a musician myself and playing around town with a lot of the people that are on our label, um, I figured out that I was doing all the functions of a record label. So why not make that step and start putting out records? So Foghorns are the first band that we invested in, and uh, we're very excited about uh, what they've been doing. As soon as I heard the recording, I knew it actually had to be on vinyl. It, nice. It's not something you could trans. It doesn't translate as well on, on digital, so uh, we just went full out and, and did it so yeah
3: because there's a, a we had a label in not too long ago a uh, finn records mm-hmm. uh, out of ballard and they're same thing they're almost all
2: on the vinyl vinyl, thing, yeah.
3: vinyl yeah. yeah you know actually and, yeah. first and foremost it comes right. out on it comes vinyl. out vinyl mm-hmm. if it does well then they'll put it into cd or downloadable form and so it's like how does it do in vinyl first so yeah. I think it's it's amazing to see this happening with labels this going back to the vinyl thing, yeah, and and the, and the, they're not immediately tanking. Oh, right. You know, I mean, there's actually, No, that would have been suicide. You, you mean there's fifteen people, years ago? Yeah,
4: but you mean there's people out there who are actually going to purchase this? You know, <laughs> and of course now you know, it's two thousand eleven, and you know people from around the world can purchase whatever you're, you know, putting out there. So that exactly. kind of helps, as opposed to like yeah, I'm down on the corner of thirty eighth and Pacific. <laughs> Right. You know,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily a lazy thing um, for people buying on the internet. You were talking about um, brick and mortar stores versus internet. Uh, I think it's a marketing thing. Where do people spend most of their time with sure. their eyes? Where are they looking? Um, they're online a lot of the time, and they get all kinds of marketing influence. Mm-hmm. So, how are you going to get them to buy your product um, if you're a brick-and-mortar store versus an internet store. So yeah, that's, that's
3: a challenge. NickNackRecords.com is uh, what we're talking about. And they're also a label that they have the Foghorns. And who, that's what
2: the silent K's.
3: Yes. Yes. K-N-I-C-K K-N-A-C-K Records. Like
4: Knickerbocker. Yeah. And the Knack. Exactly. Here we go. Thanks, Kimmer.
3: Clarifying that. That's what I'm here for. Right there. What stuff. Now, uh, Com- comparing your sales on your site uh, between records, CDs, and the downloads, the music downloads, what what's what are you getting the most of? What what? It's ninety you- percent vinyl. Really? Yeah, it's awesome.
0: I rarely sell a CD or a download. It's oh. it's a lot of vinyl. Wow. So. the
2: vinyls a much bigger investment though isn't it oh it's it's huge right it's because you got like six or seven times more than what it
0: would cost to do a run of cds
4: minimum orders because of
2: the casting you don't yeah so
4: so a band you know bands come in here and and they talk about that and i think a lot of folks they don't have uh, an idea of what they're getting into like yeah we want to do a run of 100 uh 100 uh, you know vinyl discs you know i mean what's that yeah. what's that gonna cost an average person
0: uh usually you can't even do a run of a hundred yeah, them. it's, it's, like, it's got to yeah. be a 500, five minimum three right. or five hundred so then and then it's getting real scary so you're talking uh fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars just for the records to be pressed and then it's another five hundred to three thousand depending on you want to get how complicated you want to get with the jackets amazing so you know, a, re- a run of 500 records, that we're putting out one for Gravel Road next month, um, and when all is said and done, you know, it's a beautiful gatefold jacket, the artwork is incredible, um, so that's close to 5000 bucks.
2: And that's um, not the studio costs, or the mixing and no, production, or just anything, the that's, yeah, it's <laughs> exactly. insane. Yeah. Uh,
3: so I noticed on on your site, though, that uh, you guys have k- jumped into the uh, the holiday spirit. And is this true? Free shipping on all vinyl through Absolutely. the 12th. Yep. So if you're listening live tonight here Tomorrow's on N- NWCZ Radio, you have through Monday yep. to get on to knickknackrecords.com. Get some vinyl for your, uh, you know, all your special music lovers for Christmas. <laughs> we we'll just slam uh, Joe tomorrow. Yeah, know, yeah I like, hope this. so. That's What's what I want. <laughs> How do you, you know, because I'm looking also on your site, and you have a lot of, um, you know, like Iggy and the Stooges, and, uh, you know, like I mentioned, The Clash, and a, a lot of vinyl from bands of, uh, you know, a while back and, and so forth. Where are you finding these? Is, uh, do you guys, um, do you buy used vinyl and you just yeah, warehouse I mean, it?
0: I've been collecting some used vinyl for a while and putting it up on the store, uh, but I've also been establishing relationships with distributors. So through those distributors, I'm able to buy new vinyl uh, from other labels, and with those relationships, it made it easy for me to start getting distribution for the bands on our label. So I'm buying things from them, giving them money. They're more than happy to help me out on the other end and helping with the distributions.
3: I'm assuming you're a record collector. I am indeed. (laughs)
2: I was gonna. I was gonna say. My assumption would be that every now and then you come across that find that is not going up for sale. That's what I want to ask about.
3: (laughs) What are the top five uh, albums you have in your personal collection? Um, Maybe not so well. Yeah, let's go with the top five first. The top five that you would consider monetarily the most valuable. Oh geez, there's. I just
0: picked up a Chuck Berry record on uh, Chess Records. I think. at a, I picked it up at a flea market for like two bucks, oh. um, and it's a very rare record. So uh, that's Antique one of my Road more, Show. Here we come. more <laughs> prized records. Uh, I don't know. I've got some good stuff from Rainbow, uh, Woody Guthrie. Um,
3: and what about on the personal end? What, what are a couple of records that you have in your collection that to you personally, you're like, I would, I would never get rid of these? Jeez, that's a tough question. I I don't
0: think everything I per do like I, I don't have them. that you much. You want a
2: list? <laughs> I don't have
0: that much attachment to anything yeah, in my life. I got a price tag on everything. Oh, that's cool. But I, but I have some that are are definitely tougher to part with. Yeah, because I mean so. most.
3: Uh, a lot of record collectors get personally attached. To yeah, record. I mean, there's collection.
0: some really good Iron Maiden records that you know you can probably never find again. So right, right, right. Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe peace of
3: mind. That's a tough one to Ooh. come across. Uh, things right like that. Now, for those of uh, for those of us who don't know the ins and outs of, because I mean, I you can get vinyl you know, lots of different places now. There, are People are, all of a sudden, they're at swap meets, they're at, uh, you know, people's garage sales, people are putting them out, because, hey, oh, I heard vinyl's back, you know, so they just put it out there. Yep. If, I'm, if I'm flipping through, uh, you know, somebody's personal collection of vinyl, or I'm somewhere, you know, like your $2 purchase, how, how am I to know, or how are people to know, this is a really good deal, or this is one of, you know, like a billion that are out there?
2: Yeah, is there a research...
0: Oh, Frampton Comes
4: Alive, like
2: a, great. a website for that that you go to? <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you can do um, research on the internet and just see what other people are selling them for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you type in LP vinyl in the title um, into Google, you can come back with a lot of different ranges of prices. Right. Have it um, s- like speed the, on your,
3: your iPhone or whatever, you know, just like type it in while you're standing there. I just
0: like mm-hmm. to go with what music I like, yeah. and um, the things I look for is you know, make sure there's no major scratches in it and is, make sure it isn't warped, you know, look at it from the side, make sure it's, it's flat and it'll, it'll, yeah, cause I've always properly. wondered
3: that. Cause even when I like, let's, let's say I'm at, I don't know what Sonic boom or easy street or whatever, you know, one of the brick and mortar stores and I'm, I'm flipping through and there's a, there's a particular artist I like. Some of them are like, you know, four or five bucks. And then all of a sudden the very same one, uh, looks about the same as like 25. Yeah, some people just kind of geek out about the rarity of
0: things. I really don't care about that. There you go. I, I care about is the music good? Yes. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm not into the There's monetary. a lot of
2: really rare albums that suck, so what's <laughs> the point,
0: right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: That's very true. NickNackRecords.com. There's free shipping until, was it midnight on the 12th? Yeah midnight on the 12th so <laughs> uh,
4: uh, sure yeah, yeah sure
3: why not go there and check it out they have amazing products uh, lots and lots of vinyl joe tells us we're talking to joe johnson he's the uh, the head honcho there and it is only a website but it is local it is uh, it is this is a northwest thing you getting lots of hits from around the world on this thing indeed yeah uh iceland
0: uh the foghorns <laughs> are blowing up over there actually nice. um, they have some good ties over there the icelandic um, tour coming you know, we have orders from the West Coast and East Coast,
3: uh, Very good. down to Florida. Do you um, do? Do you, is there a way that you uh, are trying to advertise? Are you on other websites or so? forth? is this all word of mouth right now?
0: Currently, it's word of mouth mm-hmm. and a lot of social media. But we're starting to branch out with some affiliate advertising, um, and Perfect. some of our band. One of our bands is going on tour. Uh, through the Midwest and South uh, this Spread spring. Spread the are So we're, we're kind of focusing on some different markets. We're branching
3: out. You know? So if a band is on your label, is it some kind of, you know, they have to mention it three times a show or something like that? Oh, no. com. Here's our next song. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice.
0: <laughs> 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 you got to write that in, man. Come they on, know they want to sell
3: records and then I think they know how to push it. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's very, very, very cool what you're doing. In fact, I'm going to go stellar. Damn. I got a drink. I think Ooh, where's
2: the ding ding? We got I think this
3: is an amazing, stellar thing that's going on. Knickknackrecords.com. Joe Johnson, and the fact that you guys uh, are supporting independent and local music is just icing on the cake. It, the, the, the whole package of this I find phenomenal. And so, best of luck in the future on this. Thank you. And uh, we really appreciate you coming in. And you know, speaking of the Foghorns, we're going to talk to those guys in just a couple of minutes. Very good. Then you're not intimidated. Listen to this song. This is a group called the Del Zorros.
6: Well, he lives way up in the snow. Santa Claus never gets cold. That's because, because because of Mrs. Santa Claus. And he's ready for the big night. And everything's going just right That's because Because, because of Mrs. Santa Claus Merry Christmas Santa Claus drives his sleigh. That's because, because, because of Mr. Santa Claus. And he drives his sleigh so fast, he just can't wait to get back. That's because, because of Mr. Santa Claus. Merry Christmas, Santa Claus. Christmas. Santa. Mrs. Santa Claus, a Merry Christmas.
1: CZ Radio.